Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. What's up, y'all? Johnny King with another episode of the Johnny King show and I'm chilling in my home studio just chilling on my couch with the man himself Kyle Matthews what's up man what's going on thanks for being glad here. to be here <laughs> thanks for having me yeah we had a really good conversation on zoom when we first met because we have a mutual buddy uh or buddies probably here in Denver I would imagine I think the the further we get in we're gonna find more <laughs> yeah, folks who are yeah. like wait you know yeah yeah you know this guy you it's, know this gal it is like a a big small town it is here in Denver for it sure is. uh but it's just a pleasure to have you join and just hang out and talk shop on Good men's men's talk on the couch um why don't you ra- again rather than kind of getting into the to the whole bio, why don't you fill those in that are watching and listening a little bit more of your background, sure. both professionally sure. and personally, and anything else you want to yeah. touch upon. <laughs> I love that. It's a good place to start. <laughs> Basically, in a nutshell, if there's a proper way to do something, I've done the opposite, <laughs> right? You know, um, I, 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 knew, I knew that, you know, when it came to, to work, I wanted to do my own thing. Um, you know, schooling, uh, you know, relationships, you name it, right? I, there was just, I knew from a young age, right? Mm-hmm. Like I started my first business when I was 15 mm-hmm. and I had had a few experiences before that. I think I started working when I was 14. You know, that was back when your parents had to sign off on the working papers, you know, right. hey, we, <laughs> we allow our child <laughs> to work obscene hours, right? Yeah. Um, child labor. Yeah. Um, and, and so it was interesting because I, I didn't really do any uh, team sports for school. Yeah. I did, the, you know, the typical soccer and stuff growing up, um, but not in school. I just, I just dove into work. Yeah. Right. Um, and then ended up, um, you know, as far as schooling goes, um, I got into an entrepreneurship program. Mm hmm at Shippensburg, which is a state school back east in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. That was like game changer. That was one of the key reasons why my education was, was worth something. Mm. Um, I had a professor, Dr. Shelley Morissette. The guy was the man. You know, he he he, he had had a few successful startups. You know, he, he sold the thing. You know, he would pull up his his portfolio. I think he had like north of two mil and in, in his like stock portfolio, mm-hmm. and he would just you know make fun of the finance guy because his portfolio was better. Mm-hmm. You know, throw stones at HR, right? <laughs> and I was like, okay, but it, but the guy was was brutal. Yeah. You know, and so when all my friends were you know watching movies, playing video games, I was in my room writing business plans. Mm. And, and that was huge because it gave me a certain level of confidence. Um, and then something else that we touched on was, was obviously the, the boxing that I got into Mm -hmm. at the collegiate level, Mm -hmm. which was, which was a game changer for me. I think, you know, like, like you and I talked about, um, 
there's a certain level as a man that you you need to know that you've got what it takes. Totally. And 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 at least for me, I think that you never really know until you hit your breaking point. And that for me was huge because I had a mentor, as I mentioned, that that got me into it, and I, I spent six months getting my face beat in. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually it clicked. And let me tell you, it's fun because when it clicks, you feel like Neo in the Matrix because mm-hmm. you're watching punches come in slow-mo in real time. And it's like, man, like, yeah. okay, yeah. game on, yeah. right? And no one can take that from you, yeah. right? Um, you know, so I ended up, I graduated in 08. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends were going on, really smart people. Yeah. You know, they were going on to grad school and, you know, I'm one of those C's get degrees type of guys, right? So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and my business uh, put me through school mm. doing high-end automotive detailing. I was like, I'm done. I, I, I got it. You know, so did an internship. Had a whole variety of, of you know, professional uh, sales uh, gigs, mm. um, you know, really interesting internship actually grew up on the east side of pennsylvania but on the western side of pennsylvania had an internship that had me doing uh working for a startup really Mm. cool they were selling sterilant gas monitoring equipment for hospitals (laughs) really fascinating industry Mm -hmm. um and then and then i was actually on fridays i was going into downtown pittsburgh and i was taking um seminary classes Mm. which is for me Right. I was like, okay, well, if this is going to be what I'm getting into, right. you know, my, my, my folks have their own thing going on. Like if I'm going to make this for me, right. It wasn't to explore a ma- you know, getting an MDiv or anything like that. I was like, this is for me. Yeah. Right. And I never completed it or anything, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the, you know, the reason mm. for doing that. It was just more searching. Right. Um, and and it ended up being fascinating. I won't I won't get into that. It was I saw some of the best and some of the worst in Christianity mm. in that. Mm. Um, but it was good. It was good. I met a lot of awesome people. Uh, one of my mentors still to this day, mm. absolute rock star. Um, you know, went on, moved out to to Denver um, with my with my wife who I met in college. That's a mm. whole nother story. There. Um, well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll give a little tidbit. Yeah, um, please. So I met her. Uh, I was a, I was a resident assistant for three years, and um, she was my resident. Hmm. Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I did get. I went through the uh, official, you know, approval. I got approval from the RD. Yeah. You know, she was on the other side of the building. Yeah. You know, like wasn't my like direct you know but anyway it was gray area it was gray mm-hmm. area but mm-hmm. i was like i knew right <laughs> and uh and yeah we moved out here and, and denver was our wild wild west got going for a startup and learned a ton mm-hmm. really got engrossed into the small business community here mm-hmm. in denver still have so many rich relationships from that um and then uh when it looked like that wasn't going to continue on in a way i wanted it to um we uh, we started this new experiment where I'm actually working for a couple really incredible founders here in Denver doing business development for both of them. Yeah, that's right. Um, and as any true entrepreneur does, you sit them down in the same room and you come up with an experiment to where you could work for both of them. Yeah. 
that's, that's, cool. that's what we're doing. We're in the middle of this experiment. That's pretty and, cool. And it's kind of wild, but, um, you know, again, uh, coming back to that theme, um, it doesn't really fit in the box, <laughs> but, but that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of more of the adventure. Yeah. So that was a longer route, but hopefully that gives you a little no, bit of a picture of the, the whirlwind that kind of got me to where we are today. It's perfect. And I have to, I have to like catch myself not to keep interrupting you. Like, well, I want to hear about that. I want to hear about <laughs> that. Well, we can get into that now, but, um, very, very cool. And, and I was an RA as well. A oh, bunch right of on. my best okay. friends to this day came through, you Heck know, yeah. who were, yeah, freshman when I was a junior and senior. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, that's a fraternity in itself. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun, fun, fun way to to give back, if you will. Well, that and that, you know, honestly, like that's the way that I positioned it. Um, for me, I said, okay, I'm, I'm gonna <coughs> I'm gonna connect my residents to as many of the school's resources as I possibly can. Mm. And I would give a speech at the beginning of every single, you know, semester year. I said, look, this is college. I'm not your mom. Mm -hmm. I'm not your dad. I'm not looking to get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, if something happens like that, look in the mirror. Cause yeah. I wasn't looking for you. Yeah. You know, your issues, yeah. you know, fell at my doorstep. Amen. And, and, and luckily I didn't have a single issue where the resident didn't come back and apologize and say, you know what, Kyle, mm. that was on me. Mm. You know, I understand that you were trying to keep me safe, you know. And, and I it's mean, cool. there's some stuff, right? Like I found a kid face down in a tub with it filling up with, you know, with water. Mm. So some stuff where it's like, whew, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like most RAs have, have seen some stuff. <laughs> right? and, and, and it's, yes, and there's a fine line I found. That I, I knew these guys. I just I was just an area of, of guys, obviously. So many of them, again, some of my very best friends who had great hearts. I knew their intentions. Right. right. And yet they were finding their way. Mm -hmm. And if I had brought, you know, if I had brought to the attention every single thing that they were doing, there'd be no students left. No. <laughs> no. You know, and to this day, though, now they're amazing fathers, mm -hmm. principled men. They've learned through the, the challenges they had. Sure, you know? sure. So it's just interesting. It was an interesting position to be in, you yeah. know. So I, I feel you on that. How about it? I feel okay. You so that's good. Well, take me back, though, to your first business, 15 years old. Yep. Car detailing? Yep, high-end automotive yeah, detailing. Yeah, stumble into all this? Um, so I ended up getting um, an in at a local body shop. Actually, the owner, uh, just an awesome entrepreneur. This mm. guy – so far ahead of the curve uh he really was and um you know i i came in and uh just kind of started at the bottom mm. right learning how to how to detail cars mm. right and i'm talking about like you're you're the guy you know with the vacuum just going to town yeah. getting covered in like you know mcdonald's crumbs and uh you know, what I affectionately call finger juices on the, you know, all the columns and stuff. Totally. Right. And, um, man, there are some nasty rides. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I learned so much and, and what I ended up doing was, was learning on a, um, like nowadays all the kids have these really cool random orbital so that it spins and it rotates. Mm. So you're not going to get a lot of heat. Mm. You're not going to what's called burn the paint. But old school, it was rotary, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I learned. And and so you would actually heat up the paint, 
and 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 correct it mm. and so like when you're really cranking with the heat not only like if this is a cross section of a scratch not only are you clearing that out but you're actually heating it to the point where you know it's doing one of these numbers mm -hmm. so then when you fill that in with a nice wax like mm -hmm. you're actually correcting mm. so I, I i got to learn that and then uh, do a whole bunch more, so cool. yeah. you know, at the body shop, you know, hanging, <laughs> hanging bumpers and mm. doors and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but then went out on my own and said, okay, well, like I can do this. Right. And I distinctly remember um, a buddy of mine was like, oh, so you, you clean cars. I'm like, no, I have a business and I'm detailing cars, mm -hmm. right? And I, di I distinctly remember, like, no, like, this isn't a hobby, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do to get paid mm -hmm. and, and get where I need to, right? Sweet. And so I built up a crew. Um, at its peak, I had a crew of five guys, and we would do um, uh, high-end vehicles. Mm -hmm. And then also at the same time, we were doing a, a fleet of HVAC vehicles. Mm. I was keeping them mm. uh, maintained, which actually that's a contract that was held for years. Wow. Um, I actually gifted that to one of my best detailers when I went to school. Mm. He maintained that for a bit. It's pretty wild. Yeah. That put you through school. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I guess fi I guess fifty percent. You know, full transparency, probably 50% of school, you know, with, with the RA gig. And then uh, my parents, you know, for any parents out there, this is brilliant. If, if you have a child like me, my parents said, hey, we're going we're gonna to pay for school. But we're going to pay for your last two years of last school. Last two years, yeah. Uh, and, and that really, <laughs> that kept me on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Uh, Tell, tell like what though how did that incentivize you to hey, you had to first pay for your first two years yep, right yep. which allowed you to well, I don't want to put words in your mouth but value of a dollar in well yeah value of a dollar and and you know it's skin in the game yeah right like I I looked down freshman year and I was um you know I, I was on academic probation mm. and um actually <laughs> funny story so I got the notice and I'm like, oh man, like I got to make some changes, right? <laughs> yeah. So I come home, right? My folks are like, hey, you know, uh, how's it going? I'm like, oh, honestly, like not great, but like I have a plan. Like yeah. I, I know what I'm going to do, right? Yeah. And and so I come back next semester and I said three things, right? So I'm going to uh, give up girls for a semester, mm -hmm. too distracting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Um, uh, compete and win in the home show for mm. boxing mm. and and I'm going to read um, I was going to get in the word every day mm -hmm. that's that's it those mm -hmm. are my three things I'm going to focus on mm -hmm. so I did that I made Dean's list um, I think I was mostly successful in the girl department <laughs> and and I I competed and 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 won in the home show crazy uh, at a lean and mean 132 wow and um and so I, so wild. So I get home, right? I, sh I show my folks. And then my mom decides to show me the letter. I didn't know they got a letter. Mm. They got a letter saying that uh, I was on academic probation. Mm. I'm like, Mom, like, you, why didn't you say anything? She said, well, you said you had a plan. That's cool. I said, okay. That was when you were 19, 20? Uh, 18, 19. I was probably, I was probably 20 because I, yeah. like, I was always like a year ahead. <clears throat> but, yeah. 
good on them for trusting you. For sure. I mean, trusting you or trusting the universe. Being like, well, you know, at that point, you, you, I don't know, there's that fine line. You can't keep coddling your children. They've got to be able to learn. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's tricky. But, uh, yeah, they, they got a lot of credit, yeah. um, you know, for not stepping in and, mm. Um, you know, but they asked. I guess I had the right answer, you mm. know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. You passed the test. <laughs> they did ask, at least. There are other, other tests, you yeah. know, not so yeah. much. But yeah. that one, you know, I passed. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And so then um, tell a little bit more about your, your boxing career because it's, it's a cool. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, as I mentioned, a mentor, you know, got me into it. Yeah. Uh, Fifth-year senior, the guy, you know um, – uh, who, who's the guy uh, um, that did the, the, the sword fighting? The, he killed my father, prepared to die, oh, right? Uh, you know what I'm talking uh, Antonio yeah. Banderas, right? Yeah. The guy looked like Banderas. Yeah. Uh, awesome dude. Yeah. Um, whatever you were going through, he was just there for you. He said, man, what's going on, right? He was like one of those people. Yeah. And he's like, I, I, got, I got something I think that you would really enjoy. You know, I'm on the way out. You know, I want to do this, but I'm on the way out. I was like, okay, uh, I'm in. And this is when? Th- this you. this would have been my oh, so it would have been my sophomore year. I think it was my first semester sophomore year. Okay, I believe you were playing any other sports? No, yeah. no, and um. So I just I made I made commitments and you know one of the things that I did first was I told all my residents that I was going to be in the you know in the show because let me tell you something <laughs> once I did that yeah I didn't miss a workout yeah you were I mean I was doing like committed. four workouts a day you yeah. know between running you know doing running and sprints mm-hmm. you know the actual boxing work and then sports specific conditioning right. Um, you know, and, and, and I had a couple sub goals, right? I said, Rocky four abs, definitely that's <laughs> happening, right? Yeah, yeah. And at the end, like, yeah, which obviously this isn't healthy to maintain, but I was at a sub 2% body fat, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, which you obviously can't stay at. No. Um, you know, and a lot of guys went on to compete. We had a pretty, pretty good program. Um, a lot of guys went on to compete against a lot of the, you know, uh, Naval Academies, you know, Penn State's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't. Um, I think. F- I think for me, um, I had. I had what I. What I needed to prove. Mm. You know, to myself, yeah. to no one else but myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've. I still enjoy that. Like working out is a big part of who I am, mm-hmm. and and where I get my confidence. Um, you know, I did a lot of Muay Thai when I moved out. I found a really good crew here mm-hmm. in Denver. Um, and and it's probably time to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still love to pick up Krav. That's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it's never that that's never gonna leave me. I think you know when I get to that point where maybe old school, you know, lifting, doing like Olympic style lifting, yeah. like I enjoy now, um, that will probably start to give away to, to more fighting. Cause you see, right. Like these old guys that are in their seventies and they're, they're, they still have an amazing, uh, you know, martial arts practice. Yeah. And that's what it is. A practice, right? Yeah. Like that, that, that's yoga, right? Like right. if I was going through a rough time, 
you know, I, I'd go up to my instructor, be like, hey, I, I need to work tonight. And he would see it in my eyes, and, and he knew. Mm-hmm. And I would just leave just sweating buckets. Mm. I needed it. Sounds like you have, you've had a lot of powerful mentors For in sure. your life. Without a doubt. Which I think is, is <clears throat> I don't know, I, I can only speak for myself. I feel like, uh, well, maybe you just stumbled into these guys, but I also feel like it must have taken part of your intentionality too. Because I think I just went through life not knowing the power of mentorship. Sure, sure. And looking back now, I'm like, man, I was athletic enough, you know, had I had a really good coach, really right, good mentor, right. like who said, cut all those other sports out, focus on basketball or baseball or yeah, soccer. Yeah, just yeah. do one. You could have, I don't know, I think that the power of mentorship, especially in those teenage years, is so important that yep. I didn't have that. Yeah. Sounds like you certainly did in, in various areas of business, athletics. Yeah. Well, and I was I was lucky enough to to get the message and actively seek them out later mm. in life. Mm. But I did, you know, I did luck into a lot of them early on. Which is great. Yeah. Um, you know, I even think about a guy that got me into lifting. Uh, my health teacher was out on on you know sabbatical having a kiddo, and we got some you know ex military guy that came in and. And started teaching us how to lift, mm. and I was super scrawny. And just once I got got a hold of that, I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I'm in. Cool. <laughs> I'm into that. I never cool. looked back." Yeah, that's cool. You know? That's really really cool. Well, so tell a little bit more. Just while we're talking about boxing, what were some of the greater takeaways just of that experience of that sure. career, if you sure. will, that season of your life that that you kind of maybe applied to your business or your relationships sure sure yeah i mean i think i think the intentionality um you know and of course obviously like i mentioned going public on what you intend to do Mm -hmm. you can't keep that stuff Mm -hmm. you know in the closet otherwise you know where's that accountability you know that proper obviously a lot of baggage around that word but proper accountability yep and 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 i would say motivation um you know but even the camaraderie like I remember you know getting into it for the for the conditioning originally and you know like I told you I lucked out right I I had a strong jaw I'm not a bleeder and so I think we started with like 40 people and then you know by the time fights showed up it was like a crew of 12 Mm. and you know they're like oh Kyle you're fighting right I was like oh shit Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and what a, what a group of dudes. And you know, there's that. I remember we had a Golden Glove dude um, called Nyquil. I <laughs> was just a, a, a beast, mm-hmm. and it still is to this day. Yeah. Um, and and he, I remember we were sparring, and I caught a hook from him so hard I could hear my neck go. Yeah, you know, and and I remember I came back in the next day, and you know I don't I don't know if he was trying to weed me out. Like I I don't know. Like I should probably like I'm at the point now. I could probably call him up and ask him. Yeah, you know, or hit him up on Facebook or something. And he he does a double take. He's lacing up. You know, he's got the old school lace up the whole way, Mm -hmm. right? And does the double take. And I'm like, what's up? And he's going on right mm-hmm. and you knew right mm-hmm. there was an unspoken like okay mm-hmm. you know you can hang um and that bond right like when you mm. when you punch somebody in the face um 
you know, there, there's a certain bond there, yeah. which, which, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. these days. Um, you know, and, and when you can go and just go to all out war with someone and make them bleed mm-hmm. and, and then at the end you're hugging each other, mm-hmm. right? Like if, if you're not a fighter, like if you haven't experienced that, that you can't, you can't bottle that up. You can't yeah. put that into words, yeah. right? Yeah. But that experience to me. You know, it just gives you confidence that, like I said, it's yours. Mm. No one, no one can take that from you. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that that went into the mentality of like, okay, w- w- what is there that I can't accomplish? Right. What is right. that? Right. I was like the joke, you know. And now, and now I guess I'm old enough where it's like a dad joke. But I was like the one about, uh, you know, what 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 Mr. T says. Right? You, you heard that line? No. Soup comes in cans, not cans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I dig it, right? I love it. Um, <laughs> so much to the chagrin of, of yeah. everyone that knows me. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I was always, you know, a big one. And, and, and I think that rolls into, like, mindset. Yep. And, and, like, when people would say that, it would irritate me. Like, I, I, w- I was, like, ruthless in my, like, this 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 you know can't word like wh- what is that I don't, I don't know what that means mm-hmm. right and i would say it jokingly but i like seriously like what do you mean you you what what does that word mean mm-hmm. right and i would mm-hmm. say it to friends you know, acquaintances like you, you know that's not a way to walk through life yeah. like if, if if you say you can't you can't mm-hmm. but i'm guessing that's something you decided mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's more just how bad do you want it? How right. much pain are you willing to endure right. to get it? How how many distractions are you willing to ruthlessly eliminate so that you have the time to go after what you really want? Mm. You know, and and it's definitely you know I, I'm I'm not definitely not perfect around that. I right. definitely am working through figuring out what that is. Right? I feel like that's a constant evolving. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine there's <clears throat> there's been certain rewards and certain costs to that type of mentality, right? Sure. Where sure. it is very much like a professional athlete mentality yeah. towards towards athletic athletics as right. well as probably business as well as relationships. What have you noticed that have been kind of the yeah, the rewards and the costs sure, sure. of that type of mentality well, in your life? I I think I'll start with the costs and and I think the costs are a lot of people um they don't they don't know how to handle it mm-hmm. and i think that they can be they can be put off like that in in connection to you know my uh enthusiasm uh energy it can be it can be a lot so they can't they don't know how to handle that type of mentality of sure like right like that extreme owner extreme ownership was yeah. one of my favorite yeah. books yeah. right we yeah. talked about that yeah. like yeah. bar none yeah. when that came out that was my business book of the year and and I think a lot of my language, a lot of my analogies were were militaristic in mm-hmm. nature, right? And and so I had to, you know, now actually one of the one of the companies that I work uh, with, you know, Helios, talking a lot about, um, you know, energizers and what are your intrinsic motivators and 
in that I've really changed a lot of my language uh, mm-hmm. into a little bit more generative, um, you know, as far as instead of, instead of, you know, battalions, I'm talking about, you know, orchestras. Mm-hmm. And, and so I've really had to watch that. I think in the right situations, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it can be powerful mm-hmm. and, and, and in others it can, it can be too much. Right. Um, but as far as opportunities, yeah, when you, when you can lead, that's important, mm-hmm. right? When, when folks are looking around, like I'm, if there's a, if there's someone that knows what's going on and they're running the show, great. I'm not going to upset the apple cart, but if it's a situation where, you know, folks are looking around, I'll step up and get it done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's, it's, it is a pretty powerful mentality to be able to be able to like to switch that on and off. Right. You know, cause a lot of times right. that is a very masculine approach to like sure. just blinders on, no distractions, sure. get shit done. You know, right. and whether we're a man or woman, we, we have that ability to just, but then a lot of times there, it, there can be a cost, right. you know, cause what else suffers your relationships or your health or right. whatever. Right. So how do you, you know, finding that balance, I think is a lot of what I feel like I, chat with guys about and I think right. we talked about before the, the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment because you can't just achieve mm. stuff and have your blinders on all your life right. thinking that someday then you'll be successful or you'll be respected or you'll be loved when you're like man you gotta be those things simultaneously right. which right. is that's the hard part of finding that that uh, right recipe if yeah you well and I think one way to land the plane is I, when I look back I mean I would you know I I, I literally walk through the world you know maybe this is like an east coast mentality but i literally walk through the world like shoulder forward like to the point where my chiropractor was like no like this isn't like a mind like literally you are physically doing this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that was my mentality like whatever it is there is no i'm not gonna go over it i'm not gonna go around i'm going through it mm-hmm. that was the mentality mm-hmm. right and i think i think that that happens with people too i, I probably went through people yeah and and, it, and I think for me a big piece um, was uh, th- there's actually a really cool uh, group called Luke Ten, and and they're they're what I saw in them I saw a lot of beautiful beautiful things, um, but one of the things was their head trainer walking me through facilitation in a way that I had never seen before, mm. and I watched as this woman held space for others and the way that every single person was included Mm. and even if someone needed to be corrected they still weren't bumped out of the experience and i was like uh, i don't know what's going on here but i i need to learn this yeah and so so it became then how do i use the masculine energy that I naturally bring to the table mm-hmm. to hold space for others, to bring others into the conversation and make sure that, that their voices are heard. Mm, cool. And so that, that was like a new balance of like, okay, well, yes, I can bring this. And how do I make sure that that benefits everyone? Mm. That's pretty sweet. It, was, it was a huge, yeah. it was a huge shift. Huge. Aha uh-huh there. Yeah, for sure. Big time. Uh, Something that comes up to my mind as you're talking about that is I feel like it's awfully difficult to get through uh, one's childhood without 
having some sort of wound. Sure. Childhood wound. Sure. You know, um, and whether it's like, oh, my parents were suffocating. They were so loving, right. you know, or <laughs> my parents were not there, you know, the yeah. abandonment issues. Um, but so much of those things obviously create our blueprints of who we are as adults. Right. You know? Right. Can whether you we like it or not. Yeah. Can you trace back and, and connect some of the dots for, for yourself in terms sure. of, because you have a, a very successful kind of action oriented kind of mentality and blueprint with how right. you run your life, you know, which has allowed you to be so successful, you know? Um, just curious as to if you've thought of any, any more to that thought, like the childhood wounding. Sure, Is that sure. uh, really enabled you? Has it been something you've been fighting against? Have you been trying to prove yourself? What is it? Yeah. For you? I mean, I think, I think there were two things. I mean, I, and, and one of them like actually turned into kind of a double win. Hmm. Um, so, so, my father uh, was so patient with me, so patient. And the way that he moved through the world, um, you know, the best way that you can describe it is is he had incredible meekness. Mm. And when I was a kid, I saw it as weakness. And it wasn't until I was down the road where I understood that when you actually look up the definition of meekness, it's essentially that you have the power mm -hmm. and yet you use restraint. Mm -hmm. Like temperance, yeah. 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 And, and so, you know, for me, I think it was part about proving myself and having physical power um, and, and just separating and so saying, like, no, like, this is, this is how I'm going to move through the mm -hmm. world, right? Mm -hmm. And so it ended up be, being beautiful because I got a huge piece of, of you know, not only confidence, but then also I, I was able to go back and realize mm. and, 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 you know, uh, just reopen my relationship with my father. Not that we ever had a poor relationship, right. but I was like, I actually went through like a small period of shame because I was like, here I had, I had the improper lenses through which I was viewing my father. Mm. Which were what? Which was which was that he was moving through the world. And he was weak. At, at being weak. Yeah. And it was quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. Quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. It was just he he wasn't showing what what the world says, you know, is masculine and is powerful. And looking it, back, I was like, no, that was the ultimate power. He yeah. had the gun the whole time, and yeah. he didn't use it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, a lot of times it, our our societies or our cultures do support the the louder the the bravado the right you know the showmanship mm -hmm. uh the ego as being power you know right when i forget what i've read recently like you'd be surprised at how many multi multi millionaires are next door to you that you don't even know because they don't they don't flaunt it they don't need right. to it's like it's and it's right. not necessarily just about financial success obviously as it is about there's a lot of successful people out there but they don't yeah, they don't have any ego in which yep. to have to show it. My entrepreneurship professor yeah. drove a Honda Accord. Yeah, the only thing he cared about in life was playing golf. <laughs> that was it. That's awesome. That was it. Yeah, you know, even over a relationship, right? He had, he had, he was engaged, and the gal was like, "Look, it's like it's me or golf," and so he said, oh, "I went out to the golf course," <laughs> and she was gone when I got back. Right. okay well yeah. there's something i mean there's a larger lesson there yeah, but yeah. there's you know there's something to be said for knowing you know pretty That's, wild yeah that is pretty wild um 
but that's that's cool the the win win of that yeah kind of childhood wounding I, I would say, I would say that and probably um my my that like seventh and eighth grade i i struggled with clinical depression pretty mm. bad mm. that was that was rough as a result of hormones or i no idea who knows just down no idea yeah um to the point of like actually going in and seeing a shrink and mm-hmm. you know suicidal which, and all yeah 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 pretty bad yeah were you um, bullied were you was that a part of it were you teased were you um what, or what was going on at home do you have you any know, it's interesting uh you grew up in a really good good household uh for sure yeah my parents are awesome like just just to kind of encapsulate that i i always thought my parents were poor mm. and and again talk about shame moment right like i grew up in a pretty wealthy area of pennsylvania mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know we're talking the school parking lot you know, full of Beamers and all mm. sorts of nice cars, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and the parents are driving the latest cars, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my folks are in, like, a 20-year-old Honda minivan and my dad's work vehicle. Um, and and then looking back, I found out that they were supporting individuals on every livable continent in the world. Mm. And I was like, it, it completely... It was so overwhelmingly powerful, and yet I felt so small mm. when I when I learned yeah, when the extent out. of it. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, that's who they are, uh, and I felt like I, you know, I felt like it took, yeah, you know, like anyone, I feel like it took ten, twenty years longer for me to figure that out mm. than I, sh- than than it should have. But you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But, but I guess that's my question: is like, could sh- could they, should they, uh, ha- I mean, to share those things with you long before you found out, you know, just to, would that have shaped you differently? I don't know. If you had known that they were like, hey, son, yeah, you, we could be driving these things, but we're choosing to allocate our money towards yeah. the betterment of this and I, this. I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's a good thing to ponder. Um Seems like they were intentional, obviously, in a lot of things they were doing because they were saying, okay, cool, we got you for the last two years of college. Right, right, very um, much so. You know, it's like they seem, it seemed like they were very quiet uh, but thoughtful sure. leaders or sure. partners. You well, know. and saints because they put up for, you know, they put up with me, <laughs> you know, now I got a little kiddo and I'm like, oh, man, I'm in for it. Yeah. I'm in for it. If, <laughs> yeah. if this, if this you know, little hellion is half yeah. of what I put my folks through. Um but yeah, I mean, I think to put a bow on, on what I went through, yeah, I did have a a really good group of 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 friends that I felt um, intentionally ostracized from, mm. and that that was hard. Mm-hmm. That was really hard. I bet. Um, and and you know, I think a couple things got me out of that. Um, one, I think it's why my one of the key reasons why my faith is so important to me. Like I, I had, you know, a moment. I don't know if you want me to get into it, but yeah, it's please. like, um, absolutely. I felt uh, there was a moment where I can look and actually say that I almost had my vision. 
not almost. I, I did have my vision changed. I, I, after two years of dealing with this, I remember the exact moment where I felt called outside. And I walked outside, and I realized that the sky was bright blue. And the grass was vivid green. Mm-hmm. And, and the sun was just burning yellow. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I had been living, literally living the last two years of my life in an actual grayscale. Mm. And it was like, whoa, like powerful, yeah. really powerful. Yeah. That's what's up. And, and so <laughs> to me, it was like, I, I, like I, I'm not going back, right? Mm. Like I made a vow to myself that day, like I'm not going back. I'm going to be that positive guy and, and that's it. Right. Um, and for the most part, I would say that that has happened. Um, but that's a huge, that's a huge piece. And I I ended up kind of reinventing myself and saying, okay, well, I have a choice here. Uh, you know, what, what do I want to do? And so I said, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. And I think it was I had an interesting situation, the fact that later on towards the end of high school, I did have a pretty good group of friends. But, like, you know, there were nerds I could hang out with, jocks I could hang out with, all, all the, the typical groups, right? I was, I was able to have friends, but not that super core group of friends. So mm-hmm. now it's like, you know, people from high school that I still, like, call up and talk to. T- two, three, you know. Um, so I don't know. I think there's a double-edged sword there, totally. but totally. Um, yeah, I hope that answers the question. Totally. No, I think it's it's. Yeah, I think it's pretty fascinating, and I just like this. You know, in my mind, at least, I'm connecting dots too with with your story. It's fun to to listen to. Um, looking further from present day, right here, this round, yeah, and yeah. towards the future, yeah. Um, you're working with Helios, you said, and then right. Simple. Simple, yep. yeah. Tell tell the listeners just a little bit more of what you're doing entrepreneurially and professionally. Sh- sure thing. Yeah, w- wildly, wildly different. Uh, <laughs> you know, Helios is working with uh, a thousand people and up companies doing a team, uh, you know, uh, team building through a tech for good app called Love Work. Really powerful. Uh, you know, we're talking uh, the ability to build psychological safety in teams within a matter of months that typically takes years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar with psychological safety, check out the work that Amy Amundsen did, um, uh, you know, with, with Google, mm-hmm. uh, figuring out what, what makes a top performing team click. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe even better, there's an article that Corporate Rebels put out about psychological safety, and there was shown actually what happens when you have a lack of psychological safety, even things like the Challenger disaster, mm. because no one had the safety to raise their hand and say, hey, I know this is bad, excuse me, bad timing, but um, if we heat these tiles too quick from freezing, there's a good chance they're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And no one said it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they had example after example. Um, so really powerful stuff. And, and and elevated from your typical uh, rewards and recognition system where, hey, congratulations, Johnny, you stuck around for another year. Here's some points to the store. Get yourself a branded backpack yeah. and high five, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, really cool stuff there. And then simple, 
uh, talk about meeting uh, needs. That's commercial janitorial. Mm. Um, and, and I love going around meeting, you know, awesome business owners all across Denver because um, you're meeting you're meeting a real need. Right. Yeah. And it keeps folks what they should be doing, focusing on their work and not a clean workspace. Um, and, you know, we're diving into tech, uh, making sure that we're closing the loop on on communication there. Um, as well as treating people right, you know, the work is hard. And so we're making sure that they actually get a fair living wage for that so that they, you know, perform at a high level. And, um, you know, I've got a bunch of other programs, you know, um, just again, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I can't, can't help myself. I'm always dabbling, um, Launching launching a podcast uh, here pretty soon Sweet. Uh, called Owner's Game, so that'll be fun. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll have to kick that around. Um, and then um, if you want to follow my latest adventure, uh, Family Adventure Reviews on Instagram, uh, we're building up a new ride to take all over and hit some epic camping awesome. sites. That's, awesome. um, but that's big for yeah. me is getting out. Yeah. You know, I just... I think I mentioned to you. I just sold my sold my sports car mm-hmm. uh, and put some money into the truck. So mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be fun. That's pretty fun, man. But it's, uh, it's the time yeah. of year too. It really is. Kind of it really, and you got to go further out. I'm sure this isn't a surprise, but you know, all your typical campsites, like you got to drive farther out if yeah. you really want to get off the yeah. grid. Yeah. So I intend on building a ride that, <laughs> you know, awesome. Subaru can Outbacks yeah. can't get to. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I was I was up in northwestern Colorado, you know, right. four, four and a half hours away. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is where the yeah. some of the more untouched spots are. I'm like, yep. damn, you got to go. Yep. You got to go. Three, four, five plus hours out of Denver to hit some of those spots. Yep. There's a lot of people yep. here. Well, hopefully we can hit some of those spots. We'll show you. We'll test that four around there. Oh, man. That'd be sweet. That'd yeah. be really, really sweet. Um, kind of wrapping things up, where do you see your life going in the next one, three, five years? What are you, what are you most excited about that you're kind of working on and yeah, where, you're, yeah. where you're taking your life? Appreciate that. I think, you know, full transparency, I'm figuring that out right now. Mm. Um, you know, I got another kiddo on the way uh, to do this fall. And... Um, it really, it really does make you rethink. Um, so just a couple things that I'm, that I'm working through, uh, you know, number one is profession, mm. right? This, this has been a great two year experiment mm-hmm. with these two awesome companies, you know, is that going to continue? Yeah. Um, you know, is there something else? Yeah. Uh, you know, number two is, is, uh, you know, housing, right? Like, I got a great spot, you know, in the ranch mm-hmm. and, and, you know, do I want to stay there? But is that the community? I think, I think community is the biggest thing that I'm struggling with mm. for my family. Mm. Right. Like I, I know that my wife and I both really want to get a little bit more west, right? Yeah. Deeper into the foothills, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and not that that's off the grid by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, is there going to be a place where my kiddo can hop on his bike and go to the neighbors, yeah. right? And yeah. and then and then do you like the neighbors, mm-hmm. right? Like, are, are the neighbors that, you know, let's say that 
my income is here, right? But but if I if I move into a, uh, a, a you know a community where uh, we're not matched up with other folks that are living similar lifestyles, mm-hmm. right? Have I shortchanged you know m- my kids? Yeah. So what does that look like? Really, really struggling. Hmm. with that right hmm. i mean we know the real estate market here is insane yeah. um <laughs> yeah, you know uh, families back east right it makes you think like shoot yeah i could I take a nice chunk of equity get yeah. a you know a straight up mansion yeah. <laughs> back east right so true. and then be close to family right yeah. yeah but you know then you're leaving you're leaving this what what brought us out here Lifestyle. in the first place, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's a real, real struggle. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, like, those are the things that are currently, um, you know, I'm asking mentors, I'm, 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 I'm asking those questions in quiet time. I'm, uh, you know, having those conversations with my wife, you know, with my parents, uh, you know, to a certain extent, right? There's always a, uh, a healthy amount of that and there's also a, you know uh, you know because what are they going to say like oh you know exactly yeah we we, we don't want to see the, the <laughs> little one at all yeah. right yeah. um you know so you gotta you gotta see through the bias there um yeah. and, and i do think that's important i do think you really need to live your own life um but obviously you know family's family's important so yeah. it's, it's not mm-hmm. a uh, an either or it's right. a, it's definitely an and 100 percent. well i commend you on the again what i like about your answer a it's authentic because it's like mm, i don't know exactly uh which is sometimes refreshing because i think there's a lot more of us out there and you're like i don't know fuck, right. i don't know where i'm going with right. this right i'm taking it one day at a time yeah uh but secondly that it's it's really more focused on the fulfillment piece right because you're not like oh i want to grow my business i want to do this and it was more like family yeah. you know because again with or without your kids and your wife, you know, guys have the the ability and, and, and well, not just guys, but the masculine brain can oftentimes just focus on, you know, providing and sure. success sure. and business. And, but a lot of times it's a little bit easier to forget about, you know, like I said, your health and the health of your relationship, the health, your spiritual health, the health with your kids. Right. It's like, but that ultimately is really the legacy that you leave. Sure. It's the time you spend yep. or you don't spend with your significant other and your your kids, you know, your friends yeah. and family. So it's cool that you're focusing on that. Yeah, well, not only that, but again, I mean, I think a book I've been wrestling with recently, um, I knew I was going to forget it too. Uh, yeah, Morgan Snyder wrote a book called Becoming a King. And and one of the things that, that he spoke about, which is, which is really huge, was this question, uh, which again, I think is really powerful. You know... <coughs> We talk about that legacy piece, but I love this question. We think about, oh, who, you know, who's going to be in our wedding or something like that. But what if we ask the question, what if we spent more time with the question, who's going to carry your casket? Mm. That hit me Mm. hard, Mm. right? Because when we think about the level of authentic male relationships, to, to create those bonds is not cheap, Mm-mm. right? If you're creating those types of bonds, you're investing, right? Right To the point where like, I I wish that I had more, I'm working on figuring out what does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. But I think about a certain 
you know, buddy of mine right now, right? Thousands of miles away. And, and if he's like, bro, I need you here. I'm getting on the next plane. Yeah. Right. Like there's no question. There's yeah. no, it's okay. It's I'll cool. be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's not like that. That is costly. And so that's the other piece I'm working on. It's like, what are those bonds that I'm willing to sacrifice and invest? Like, and, 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 of course, as an entrepreneur, right, if you're big on the Enneagram, like I'm a seven off the charts, right, surprise, um, it, that that requires, like, I love options. Mm -hmm. So that requires saying no or just saying yes to a select group, mm -hmm. which is challenging, and yet, obviously, the richness is there. The depth is there, and that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. But, but – but you're right, a very pertinent question to ask, you know, more about the, the caskets. You right. know, when it's all said and done, right? who are going to be those that are honoring you right? versus, you know. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully hopefully that helps. That that question uh, totally. still haunts me uh, to this day, right? There's like, there's a few things that are like, you know, I, like I love the quote. I don't even know who said it or who, who, who to, to be attributed to. You can only coast downhill. Mm. You know, that's one of those things where it's like every six months or so, mm. I'll think of that. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Time, time to, time to start kicking. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Um, and I think about it too. I, I've noticed at least every, let's say roughly like every 18 months. Okay. Give or take. I yeah. feel like I need to reinvent myself it's like right. let go of one trapeze yeah f you know spin blindly <laughs> while you're spinning to right. the next trapeze hoping <clears> that it's <throat> going to be there there's there's that desire and that push in life i feel like to right to level up and to reinvent yourself and i feel like that's kind of what you're saying it's like you, you check in you know we all have our different ways but just checking in especially for those of us that would be listening to a podcast like this is like it's not just enough to, to right. coast through life. Right. Got not you. not if you want something more. Right. And and to feel and ultimately I think it's to be at the end of, of our days feeling proud of how we showed up. Right. With those memories. Yeah. You know, with those connections and the impact. Yeah. And and even the the, the present, right? Like that's that's um that was a big thing that was highlighted for me. Yeah. That was like Okay, here here's <clears throat> here's why you tend to focus on the future mm. and and here's why you you like that uh that contract you, you go back to the past to to find reasons and understanding about what's happening. Mm. And so you almost skip the present and you go <laughs> from so the past to the future yep. and so to to actually sit in the present is is a practice. So I just did a week ago at the meditation uh, that I did with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Excellent. And it's yeah. like, yeah, he, he was saying, when when do we ever just sit with ourselves yeah. for uh, you know extended amount of time? And most and most people, if they're honest with themselves, mm -hmm. they're terrified what they're going to find. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been scary. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit to that, you know, <laughs> but it's worth it. Oh sure, it's scary, but then it's not actually as scary as we think it's going to be. Right, right. So es kind of especially when you realize, you know, again, we 
we definitely don't have enough time to get into it today, but that conversation of like worth versus value. And, you know, once you, once you figure out that, that you not only can you not make yourself worth more, Mm. you also, by contrast, cannot make yourself worth less. You are always valuable. Yeah. And once you get to some of that bedrock (laughs) stuff, then you can start to kind of sort through the mess mm. wherever you are in the, the proverbial swamp, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, here's my last question for you. Yeah, um, what you got? Speaking of that book that you read, um, what what would uh, being a king look like for you? Poof. Yeah, that's that's an awesome question. Um and and I think that I I do know many elements of what that would look like. Um, you know, I'll I'll undergird it by saying like here's here are the values that I have. Like mm-hmm. for me, I break it down to the five F's: faith, fr- uh, family, freedom, fitness, and fun. And that's kind of like a big old funnel in that order. And, mm-hmm. and so when I make those decisions, I kind of plop them in there. And, mm. and if they flow through real clean, great. Like if they get hung up, then, okay, I need to ask a mentor. I need to, you know, I need to, you know, check, check the brakes, all that good stuff. Totally. Right. Um, and then, and then, you know, the purpose is to inspire leaders to live out a better story. Mm. And so I think it has to be congruent with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the freedom really is a, a big piece. Um, I, I love having the ability to, you know, chart my course even over over a week. So, okay, here's how I'm going to structure this, right? Um, and and here here's a new opportunity I can go after having having the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely building that that legacy. You know, pouring into my kiddos being able to do that, you know, not being the dad that, you know, again, uh, you know, you get to the end and, and you may have all the business friends in the world, but the last thing you want to hear is, you know, a kid saying, yeah, well, that's, that's not the guy I knew. Mm-hmm. Right. The guy that I needed. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So, so I think family's a key piece. Um, you know, again, I'm a you know huge car guy, right? So definitely want to have the toys, and yet also, um, you know, the what my wife and I came up with. I think this is a, a key exercise: is doing a lot of this stuff, you know, with the spouse, with the significant other. And what we determined is we want an estate. Mm. So, so we we are uh, we enjoy travel. But I wouldn't say we're like we're good like travelers, right? Like you'll mm-hmm. never catch me and my wife throwing on a backpack and like, hey, we're going to Europe for two weeks. Yeah. Like it ain't gonna happen, yeah. right? Like everything's gonna get planned <laughs> out, right? Yeah, like yeah. these excursions we're doing, blah yeah, blah blah, yeah. right? Like the only adventure will be like when I get behind a wheel and <laughs> yeah. and get lost yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, so so we wanted to be able to go, and then we we enjoy travel, but then we wanted to come home. Mm. Right. And so 
I, you know, I have the garage that has, you know, things that are fast and loud and go bang. And, mm -hmm. you know, she has the garage that's full of, you know, flightless birds, three-legged dogs, <laughs> you know, one-eyed cats, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but on top of that, that it would be a place where people could show up wherever they were at. That it would be a house of shalom, a house of peace, you know, for, for friends, family, whatever it might be. Mm. And, and that, you know, we could invite them in. There'd be a tons of space for sharing those rich conversations, those conversations that matter, you know, that just cut through the crap and, and get to the, the real meat of what's going on. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, that's – if I could have these types of conversations mm -hmm. and get paid for that, mm. that – count me in yeah right yeah so so yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what i need to do right yeah. maybe we discovered 100%. it here 100%. um but that's the uh does that answer the questions for yeah like, i mean it, you know it, well it's a you know it sounds like it's part of being uh being king for you is intentionally building the kingdom which is right. that estate right yeah yeah and, and having that place that will then allow me to more properly use my resources to um to help others forward, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Not only by inspiration, by holding my life to a certain level as far as leading it that way mm -hmm. uh, and having people that are going to call me on my stories mm -hmm. if I'm not living according mm -hmm. to my values, right? Um, but then I would also be able to be a, a, fl a flow through, um, you know, like the, a lot of people that, that help me get yeah. where I'm at, yeah. whether that be, you know, financially or you know, big thing for me was uh, wisdom, mm. right? Like that, that search for wisdom. And when you really ascertain like what it is that's important, yeah. Um, some 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 really fun things start to happen in your life. Yeah. And not that it, not that you can ever hold it for it, right? It's 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 elusive. It's you're always after it. Mm. That's pretty cool. So I love that. But you know, we could keep chatting we could we could we already <laughs> cracked the hour mark yeah, and yeah. we're we're barely scratching the service for the sake of time we'll we'll wrap it up this will be part one of many parts to come fair but, enough uh, i appreciate you being here man thank Great you for to be here. dropping some uh truth and wisdom bombs on on the listeners and the viewers on, on myself yeah man so good um just love the again the intentionality of how you go about your life and how things are shaping up and also the authenticity of saying you know yeah, I'm intentional and I like to plan, but at the same time, I don't have all my stuff figured out just right. yet. It's yeah, part, it's yeah. Part of the don't adventure of life. don't feel bad about it, right? Like that's, you know, you you you, you get to you get to create and and dig into it, mm -hmm. and that's the beauty. If you if you don't like where you're at, um, you can change it. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. I'm, I'm convinced about that. Absolutely. Well, if people want to connect with you off offline here or i should say online but off off yep. this podcast where yep. can they connect with you yeah honestly i would say the 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 best place is probably linkedin yeah. just because that kind of connects to the you totally. know variety of businesses and Total. um uh, you know i'm definitely my my main distraction and i'll call it a distraction because it is right um it's definitely instagram mm. um so so if you want to if you want to get down on all the crazy adventures uh, at Family Adventure Reviews, 
uh, track me down there. But otherwise, yeah, probably LinkedIn's beautiful, best. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Kyle Matthews. Awesome, man. Thank you for hanging. Yep. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Tons of fun. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for listening. I uh, hope you got some, some major notes out of that one until we meet for the next podcast episode. Thanks for joining me. Cheers. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.